after arriving to Oliku Owned Land, our heroes find indigenous ranchers and anarchists fighting off mercenaries hired by the Dutch American company. After dealing with these grunts, the group finds out why was System 4 called in the first place. The Americans are using literal alien overlords to wage war upon other nations of Earth that dare to defy the hegemony. Thanks to our friends Carl Pincos and Philip Aitona, we will find out if our heroes can fight back. This episode contains violence, simulated vomit, and the creative tides of capitalist aggression. Ludo, is this is a sort of weird question here, um, so I will ask it. Is there anything in the environment that, that Johnny could see that might be something he could manipulate against our opponents? I know we're kind of in a desert. So yeah, the traits of the environment, yeah. So the, the, the aspects of the burning farmland environment are landing craft, abandoned nitrate mines, and alien energy. Hmm. Doesn't nitrate explode? Famously. Extremely does. The environment gonna give the initiative to Highwayman. Okay, I'm going to... I haven't used this power, I think, pretty much at all. I would like to hinder... It says any number of nearby targets, so I'm gonna pick all of the enemies using transmutation. Yeah, so basically you're gonna create a massive disadvantage then with the environment. Could I... So as far as quality goes, could I sell you on deep space knowledge with the hope that maybe I might understand? I mean, one of the things on the environment is literal alien energy. So yes, you can. I would like to transmute some of those alien energies to make them interact badly with this abandoned nitrate mine and have that be a hindrance to our enemies. I got a 10, so they have a negative three. Yeah, so I'm gonna call this. Okay, I know exactly what to call it. Y'all, I'm realizing right now, I'm, I'm, it is only at this moment, but I basically made the Sentinel Comics version of a D&D sorcerer, I'm pretty sure. I am, like, straight up just a glass cannon on this one. All I do is damage. Okay, so I'm gonna give that hinder to all of them. I just saw the name of the hindrance! <laughs> a listening audience, because you have to know that this... This is what this is called. Ludo has just named this hindrance I've created. Welcome to Earth. And it's the best thing that it could be, I think. That is the best possible thing. Okay, so who you do hand over the initiative to? I kind of want to hand it to Jaime, or is it Jamie? It's Jamie, and you can control him. What do you want him to do? He has a team of people. Yeah, he has an anarchist column with him. Okay, I basically do my thing and mess and just make that environment pretty volatile. And I and then I kind of turn to him and say, "Well, if you want to um, kick off an attack there, I think I have made that whole space pretty bad for them to be in. I think any amount of bullets or whatever, they're gonna they're gonna have a rough time with that. So maybe uh, very literally, give it a shot." So basically the column starts flanking on the side and uh, they try to unleash some suppressing fire on the advancing minions and uh, while they are able to separate the rest of the landing army from the group that you are fighting, 
there's something about uh, these creatures that they are shot, but as the flesh is struck, it seems to be regrowing stronger, and they seem to be bulking up the more fire they take. So their advance is not only not slowed, they are just rushing towards the exploding ground and the rain of bullets. And I need to be a bit creative with them. So they're gonna pick, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, John Doe. Oh no. So John Doe sees that these guys don't seem to care about fire or bullets. And again, there are three squadrons of them. There is the heavy trooper, there is their commander, and there is Mac 5. So here's where I'm left. Do I try to control the minions? Or do I try to attack the important looking guy? I mean, John Doe can punch, but how useful will punch be here? I suppose there's really only one way to find out. John Doe's going to close the gap. Uh, He's going to run up to one of the groups of minions, and he's going to try and attack them in such a way that they end up using their crazy laser weapons or whatever crazy alien weapons they have on the other squad. I'm going to try to use my hit a motherfucker with another motherfucker ability again, but I'm going to try and flavor it a little differently. Okay, so because of the penalty, you managed to take out one of them. Uh, you don't take out the other, so they degradate to the six. So you take out one of the minions, the other two are left at the six. So John Doe is, if anything can be said about him, loud and annoying. He runs right for one of the minions and just starts jumping around, getting their attention. And as this dude gets more and more frustrated that they can't hit John Doe, he eventually does a roll, stops, and they think they got that shot. He jumps out of the way for their laser to hit the guy, the their comrade nearest to them, landing behind them going, oh, oh, is that your friend? Sorry. And then resuming dodging. Yeah, who you pick to go next? So we've got the aliens. We have the remaining two squads that still have not gone. We have the heavy trooper. We have their commander and we have Mac 5 and we have Berserker. Well, this is going to be a bad streak no matter what. And get worse if you'll pick Berserker. Yeah, so we'll start with Mac 5 and work our way down. Mac 5 looms over you and he extends his hand. If you knew any better, you hold surrender now. Are you the defenders of this place? First of all, I don't know any better. And second of all, yes. I was so hoping you were going to say exactly that. It's just like, I literally do not know any better. I don't know most things. This land is now property of our friends of the Durax hegemony. Oleko has given the rights to them that, that might help spread freedom across this forsaken part of the world. We too long have left our own backyard, go to misery and corruption. As, as he's doing this, Johnny starts making vomit noises. <laughs> just, <laughs> just like the worst, just most obnoxious vomit noises that he can make. <laughs> You will see. I'm sorry. No, it's 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 it's. Uh, sorry about that. It's just, it's involuntary. I can't control it. It's just when it's, you know when people start talking about just you know the whole bullshit about everything you just said. I just get a little bit queasy. I'm sorry about that. You sorry. You continue. Go ahead. Go right ahead. Save your breath for what you will see. The light that the United States has brought into the distant corners of the galaxy is now being brought back home. Immediate vomit noises again. They're back. <laughs> <laughs> 
as soon as as soon as Johnny's done doing that, John Doe just you you send freedom there, and I don't think you really know what that word means. Freedom means unity in purpose, the power of the individual to one. Behold. <laughs> And he lifts his hand and suddenly the minion seemed to be empowered and and uh, after that happens he puts the two hands together and uh, terrain in front of the minions convulses as if the earth itself turned into dust and the ground just becomes unable to bear the weight in front of it collapsing buildings and trying to swallow you and as that is happening the convulsed guts of the earth in which nitrate has been mixed with the alien energies and as things seem to be coming in its darkest place as a silo seems to be going to crash down above you the earth itself vomits and shuts up him and uh, he falls down from his flying platform and the minions have to stop as again the very dust that turned the soil explodes in the air and he loses concentration he's he's not able to bury you under the sinking ground i just laugh yeah jody immediately is just like sorry what what were you saying? You were about to, I think you were about to finish a sentence. What were you, did you say something? And he picks Lord Durax and the alien wearing the regalia removes his visors and seems to be fiddling with the translator. You creatures don't show respect. Do you know who you stand in presence for? I am Lord Durax the Eternal and my story is not one the CNN will tell you. I was once the interplanetary sovereign of countless systems where I was forced to flee into unknown space because of a despicable insurrection. I had to rely on outdated clown foundries and this man and the people that he represents show proper respect. They know that Lord Durax will rise again and they speak the winning side. Kneel and I'll show you mercy. Refuse respect and I'll crush you. Now, Ludo, this is very important. This is very important. What year is this? I need to remember that. Like 78-ish. Okay, hang on one second. I need to do a quick Google search. While he does that, John Doe's response quip. Uh, excuse me, Lord Darax, what is your preferred, uh, what's your preferred gender nomenclature? I am beyond gender, but it seems that the translator insists in calling me a he. Well, uh, it insists that it's definitely a he. So what you're saying is that you're a fail son of a great empire. Um, I also want to say, I did Google specifically the question, did Jeopardy exist in 1978? Uh, it did. It existed in, starting in 1964. So as he does this monologue, Johnny is just like openly just humming the Jeopardy theme song. do 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 Oh, sorry, you are done. Uh, yeah, uh, sorry. Uh, you're right. We This is not, I would say, a place of just sort of high respect for those. Yeah, just, uh, John, that's a great point, actually. It's like, so, uh, like who who failed at having an empire? That's, that's that. Am I getting that right? You just sort of like, so your whole thing is you failed at having an empire? Johnny, one second. We've been mocking this man pretty heavily. 
Joachim, you come from a culture with kings and such, correct? No, mostly elders and chieftains. Ah, do you have anything rude you'd like to say to this monarch? Uh, other than that, what is CNN? CNN did not exist until 1980. I just Googled that. <laughs> and why won't they tell the story? <laughs> that's what. That's actually why. Is it because they won't tell the story because they don't exist yet? <laughs> uh, the, the, the alien has seen the future. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so CNN, CNN responds for, for co- cosmic uh, network news. Ah, yes, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it's just... He ignores your taunting, and suddenly he seems to sink into the ground. He seems to be phasing through matter. And the same explosion that you just worked against them, he sets it off against everyone. Oops. He turns the very ground against itself. And the only reason why this is not another catastrophe again is because of the preparations from Highwayman, because everything starts exploding. But because you were very careful at using the trail of the mines, light on it, it diffuses safely. You lay down the path and you have everything planned and you make sure that nobody was staying at the risk site. So basically, as the entire farmland explodes, you are exactly on the impossible places. The eye of the hurricane where nothing happens. And you can see his head poking up, baffled, as he just fucking exploded the entire region and still nobody has been hurt. They're not very good at this, are they? I guess that's why they're failure. Hang on, was that supposed to be like sort of your big move or? Yakim, I don't think they are. This is a little, this is a little embarrassing. It kind of, yeah. I mean, like they have like, you know, lasers and spaceships and shit. And we just got like guns and us. And Lord Rock seems extremely upset and screams at the heavy trooper. And uh, it's his turn now. We're just bullying a king right now. We're just, we're just bullying this poor king. All he wanted to do was come to Earth and just make an empire. We're basically teabagging this man. I know we're fighting for the indigenous peoples of this area, but I'm starting to feel bad for the invaders. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> almost, almost feeling bad for them. <laughs> The heavy trooper in its super armor charges in the middle of explosion and uh, it tries to create an opening by attacking Johnny. Seems to be the enemy commander as far as they know. So that's going to be an attack for five and it's going to be a boost for two on the minion. So do you do anything for the attack? Can I intervene on this? Yeah, I think nobody has used their reactions yet. Yeah, I haven't used my reaction. I know that. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and intervene with just get, impose it. Uh, not. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be fun. I only got a five. Uh, you, well, the attack is five. Yeah. So basically, tell us how you stand front to front to this blue giant in uh, a super armor and stop him from striking down at the highwayman. I think I just parry the attack and it just kind of bounces harmlessly off my chest. <laughs> now, Luda, are we still in the same round as the round that I did the transmutation shit? Yes. The only things left are now Yokin and uh, the Dominion. So let's go with the two patrols that remain that now have the opening and they're going to try to go after uh, John Doe and Yokin. Oh, are they? Uh, they are. And they no longer have the penalty. 
they have actually a bonus. So you have a six on John Doe, five on uh, Berserkir. I would like to use my reaction. Whenever someone damages me, they take that same amount of damage right back. Okay, so how does that look like when you are just being bombarded with lasers? John Doe, as he sees them pointing lasers at him, he sees a like shattered piece of armor from the squad that was destroyed. He snatches it up and uses it to block, and it hurts him, but it bounces some of the energy right back. Yeah, uh, basically you take down one of the squads, and uh, Jokin, you reduce the, the damage by two, right? Yeah. So you take three. I took it. I, I, I don't have a reaction to defend, so... That's it. So they pick uh, Berserker to go next. So we have left one squad that just shot you. We have Lord Durax. We have the Heavy Trooper and we have Mag 5. Uh, I'm going for the Heavy Trooper. Makes sense. You're just in your face. So what do you do? I'm going to use a power strike on the Heavy Trooper. Ow. As soon as Joachim blocked for me and then like just basically turned around and dished it back out, Johnny just sort of like quietly to Joachim is just like, hey, I don't know if you're looking for a job, but if you're amenable, I'm going to very strongly recommend you uh, to System 4 that we that we go ahead and hire you. Just, you know, just not not for right now. Just kind of keep it on the back burner. Just, you know, we'll do it later. Okay. Yeah, and uh, you strike with your magical axe and you carve a massive gash on its gigantic torso. And as it seems like you won, you just see fibers coming from the super armor and uh, repair the tissue, replacing it with metal-like flesh, and you hear a loud growl from the trooper. So, new turn. I'm gonna advance the clock. You're still on yellow. Berserker, who do we pick to go next? I think I will pick myself, since I went last last time. <laughs> I'm just gonna convince this guy to attack me with frontline fighting. Yeah, so how do you taunt him? Because that's the thing, you're, you're hitting him again with your axe. Again, you cut him. It should have killed him, but somehow he's making him even stronger. How do you keep him thinking that you are a threat? It still causes them pain. I mean, I, I still feel like I'm the biggest thing out here, and I'm obviously the more aggressive of the other two. So I, I think it's just like my my. Basically, my size is just like, hey, this is the biggest guy here. I will get a lot of, I don't know, points or whatever they use for scoring to beating this huge, huge warrior. So I, it's not that I'm a threat. It's just that I'm the I'm the biggest piece of game out here. Yeah. So who do you pick to go next? I don't want to get a big chain of bad guys, but we'll, we'll see. So I'm going to pick Mac 5. Max 5 is there. He is rising from his fallen platform and he goes, I heard about you. There's only one person that could fight like that. And you're just a grunt in the Moon Wars. You'll recognize your better. Would maybe you could have been something else. Maybe it could be Max 6. I think is hearing that Johnny literally just like, it just openly just like, <coughs> uh, <coughs> And I'm sure he's going to do some stuff to me, but like even the concept is just <laughs> nope. Perhaps you'll change your mind when you experience how cosmic power has transformed me. Behold, and he strikes at you with the, a bold tour cosmic power, attacking you with cosmic energy. Oh, I rolled a one. 
Yeah, so you see it coming, but uh, it seems to be too fast for a human reflex and you are engulfed by a cosmic blast and it is terrifying. It's like, like igniting every cell in your body on fire. So take the damage. I'm actually still in pretty good shape. I'm, I'm at 25 out of 30, so... Yeah, he seems to be taking special delight on inflicting this pain. And uh, you pick, no, they pick you to go there. They want to see what you do when you're experienced the power of the cosmos. Would you say it's likely that this cosmic energy left some sort of trail between me and him? Like a, like a, is there like a, you know, like a residual kind of energy trail as he's firing off this blast? Oh, it's active because he keeps pouring power into it. Fantastic. He's only starting. He wants to make you suffer. I'm gonna use my inflict power. Is this is the current like scene status? Are we in red territory or are we still in yellow? Still on yellow. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna attack. I'm gonna use my inflict power, attack using transmutation, and then hinder that same target using my minimum die. So I'm gonna go with Quarus Qualities. Deep space knowledge feels pretty on brand, and then my status die and my and my transmutation power. So. That's a four attack. So, how does this look like? It's so like as this like hits Johnny. I mean, it's like you said. It feels like every cell in his body is like being lit on fire, and I think he literally just like we see his fists just sort of contract, and then he sort of just basically like sends the energy kind of back the other way, and it's not cosmic energy more or energy anymore. I think it's just like I think it's just like I think he just like try, like if there's a way to like I don't know like reverse that energy. Like to like basically like I mean I'm thinking like I, I don't know if this makes sense in this context but like he just reverses the polarity of this energy which is not an energy that Mac Five has control over and sends it like basically straight back up that stream yeah and I think the hindrance he's trying to create is like basically is like it it hurts you to do this right now and also like you're going to have trouble doing it later it's like you can't get to that cosmic energy as easily. You do this, and uh, Mach 5 screams, and he pulls the cosmic beam towards, well, the squadron that remains, and unleashes the energy of to them as he cuts off the power. Uh, yeah, the minions are gone. You just destroyed them with cosmic power. And he looks at the crushed group and his smart good move. You see? You see what it can do? Next time, I'll be prepared. And you cannot do the same trick twice. I think Johnny just like looks up and he does like, I think he's smoking a little bit just because of the, that thing. But he looks up and he's like, buddy, I hate to tell you this. I've seen cosmic power before and uh, it's not fun, but uh, I had the option. I took a pass and I'm going to pass. Who do we have left? So we have John Doe, we have Lord Durax, we have the heavy trooper and we have Jaime and the environment. Is Lord Durax in any sort of vulnerable position? No. Okay, then, uh, yeah, I will, uh, yeah, I'll pass to, I'll pass to Lord Durax. Oh, yes, there is also the, the Heavy Trooper. I'll pass to him. Okay, so yeah, the Heavy Trooper, he ha is tangled with Berserk here, and he has to attack Berserk, so it works, so, uh, that's three damage incoming. I'm just gonna soak it and take that one. <laughs> Yeah, he seems impressed as he seems to consider you're just like him, powered by a different technology, but uh, you seem to just shrug blows. Yeah. <laughs> and he seems to say something to you in an alien tongue that you directed. Sorry, don't speak Ice Giant. And he passes to Lord Durax. Lord Durax, 
is sinking on the ground and uh, he decides this land is unfit to my glory. It's time to change that. And he raises a hand and he creates from the matter it transmutates into some kind of chill generators that he uses to push people back to the advance of his troops. Lord Durex is having a really tough break with his rules today. <laughs> yeah, he told you, he, he's in a bad time. He's been on the run. He's been deposed. But you know, the Americans approach him. Hey, how about you do a Bay of Space Peak? <laughs> and he picks uh, the environment. So the farmland. Three squadrons under the protection of the shields advance as the battle continues. So there are now three squadrons of minions that join the fray. And the environment, there's only Jaime and uh, Jundo left. So they're going to pick Jundo. Everyone else is someone locked down that they're kind of dealing with. So Jundo is going to run up. And I'm going to use my my power strike equivalent, my opening blow, and I'm just going to punch Lord Durax as hard as I can. Has he, though? Has he? Honestly, he hasn't even had it that good. <laughs> I'm going to use my strength in close combat along with my status die. He manages to, as you strike a powerful blow, suddenly you are not feeling any resistance as she just phases through your fists and uh, passes to the other side, shrugging off and uh, shaking the dust from his slope, as if I would let a mere peasant touch the glory that is Durax. Who do you pick next? That just leaves you. Jam. So what Jam does? What do you want Jam to do? Do we want to try and lay some fire down on Mac 5? I think that's a good idea, but it might not be. It, it, it That could be a good idea. It also might be a good idea for him to just knock out the new squadrons that have shown up. But you know what? Yeah, let's do that. We'll we'll have the, the anarchist column start shooting into more aliens. Ah, uh, they save. So they graduate only to a D6, but they are still there. So they managed to pick up a few people from the squad, but uh, the others are emboldened by their fire. So, yeah, and uh, they pick themselves again. What do you want them to do? We, we'd like for them to create a suppressing fire boost. Yeah, so that's um, so that's a plus two, surprising fire. Su well, support fire because it's a boost, not a penalty. Pick next, uh, I don't know, Jando. Sweet, that just made my day. Well, Jando isn't done with Lord Durax. So I'm going to actually use my other yellow ability I've been wanting to use, but forgetting to set up a boost for. I'm going to attack using strength, and then I'm going to use my mid-die to attack one extra target for each bonus I have. And I get to apply the bonus to the second attack. Okay, so the first attack is on Lord Durax, the second is on who? I'll hit one of the minions. Okay. Actually, no, I'm going to hit Mac 5. So I hit Durax for 5, and then I hit Mac 5 for 7. So Lord Rack saves again and just laughs as he fades through, but you continue to your real target. And uh, as Max 5 is going to be hit, he suddenly switches place with a squadron of minions and you just land on the middle of them and you just pile dive them. And yeah, you just completely destroy this group of minions. And uh, Mach 5 seems it's clear that uh, you are used to earthly threats. You are not ready to be part of the galactic community. And who do you pick next? I'm used to not fighting coward. All right, let's get the minions out of the way now. I'm going to assign to the minions. 
Okay, so the minions, the group that is fighting the volume fights back, and they manage to take many of the, them, and they downgrade to the sick, and uh, the, the other minions, they go to support uh, the heavy trooper, and uh, they gonna try to gang up on uh, Joaquin, so they gonna try to boost that, so that's a plus two boost, so that's a boost for the for the heavy trooper and uh, the minions pick the heavy trooper and the heavy trooper is trying to make an opening by pushing uh, a berserker down so they're gonna attack so that's a nine that they are attacking we're not in the red zone yet are we no we're gonna be next turn then things will really go to shit so uh i'm gonna have to hit the deck on that one because nine is a lot of damage even with that reduction <laughs> Yeah, seven, seven would be a lot, like really a lot. So I got to do this. I got to take that risk. Yeah, but to defend as a reaction, you defend with a single die. So which die you use? I'm choosing right now. Okay, uh, I'm going to say close combat, a d10. And I'm going to say you're going to get hindered. Hindered how much? X die. So you're going to be hindered by the same dice. Uh, ah, sweet. Yeah, so you hit the deck, you prevent all the damage, but you're gonna get a minus two. I'm gonna say you have prone. But yeah, uh, you managed to evade this. You are fighting expertly. You are not getting overwhelmed. The thing is, they also create a boost to the minions of opening two. So the minions gave them a boost. They gave a boost to the minions. Yeah, and uh, they pick you to go. I'm actually going to try and hinder everybody around all the enemies. Go for it. So it just says mod to multiple nearby targets. I don't know who's nearby right now. I'm kind of lost in that. Everyone is nearby. Uh, we okay. have been fighting out on the same location. Oh, that's a minus two, too. So that's only a three. So they all get hit for, I think, a minus one at this point. Okay, so a minus one to everyone. Okay, so what does this look like? I think I just hold up my axe and uh, just like flash the sunlight off into all their eyes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So who do you pick to go next? Uh, I'm going to choose um, Mac 5. Let's get the bad guy out of the way. So Mac 5, he is looking down on you and uh, he does again the same attack that he was going to do with the minions help. So he once again seems to be draining their power. And after he changes his power, he targets who has been the uh, drag on him this whole time. Drags out highwaymen. And uh, he targets your clothes, making them extremely heavy so that they start sinking in your flesh and pushing you to the ground. And uh, for four damage, you still have not reacted and you still have not taken your turn. Yeah, I guess so since I haven't acted, I can defend using my precognition die, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna do that, please. Like to do that. And I got a nine, so I take no damage. Yeah, so how do you predict that he's gonna be trying to modify the density of your clothes? And how do you avoid that? I think in this case, because we like I've talked a little bit about how Johnny's precognition works. He can't see like way far into the future. He can just see like a sh just a, a shitload of possibilities. And then as we get closer to like those possibilities kind of disappear as we get closer to what is what is coming. So I think he sees this coming just a few seconds before Mac 10 does it. And he turns on his own transmutation power to essentially like counter it. And just like he just keeps, you know, just to make sure that, you know, like everything 
everything just stays normal and as is. So he, uh, yeah, he's fighting fire with fire or transmutation with transmutation, as the case may be. Yeah, and uh, he's baffled and uh, yeah. Yeah, Johnny, just like as uh, Mac-10 is doing that, he said, like I said, bud, seen the cosmic power, think it's great. Not, you know, it's not the biggest thing. So, uh, because now it's your turn. So what do you do? As much as I have been having fun mocking Mac-5 at this point, I think I'm just kind of over him. So I'm going to shoot at him with my big gun. Okay, go for it. So, yeah, I'm going to use called shot which is attack using lightning calculator. And I'm going to say that I think would deep space knowledge apply here as well, just because I'm trying to, I mean, because like I'm dealing with his whole cosmic shit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to use called shot. So I'm going to attack using lightning calculator and I'm going to also boost another hero using my max die. Do I have to assign that boost right now to like give it to someone else or can I just... No, 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 it's another hero. Okay, that's what I thought. Uh, I'm going to give it to, I think, Berserk here, just because I think it makes the most sense to be like, hey, hit this motherfucker as soon as I shoot (laughs) him. Okay, go for it. So that's a plus three to Berserkir's next thing. And I also hit or Mac five for four. I'm going to call this boost gunshot. You aim at him and it would be your attitude. You'll take him out. But uh, he once again switch places and you just kill the squadron that was fighting the, the anarchist battalion. Mac five just shakes his head. Don't you realize you cannot touch me? No matter what you try, I've been in countless fights and I did not even bleed. Well, brother, that one wasn't actually for you. That was for my friend here. And when we start at the top of the order in the next round, I'm going to have uh, Bezirk here to go first. Uh, yeah, the problem is there's still the environment and you must pick the environment. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. I thought the environment made those dudes. Last turn. Last turn. Yeah. Okay. Then, uh, yeah, I picked the environment. So uh, there is a new bombardment round and everyone takes two damage. So Berserkir, you blunt that. Does the other can do anything about that? I'll be rolling for the minions. I take it. And if it were nearby, it'd take two damage back. If only the environment were nearby. The squadron of minions that remain is gone. The, the anarchists, they make it. They are at D4, however. They are on last stand. The heavy trooper, so he makes it. Lord Durax makes it. Mach. Mach does not have anything that he can use, so he takes it. First damage that to took. Yeah, we are on red status. There are two boxes le- left, and it's the environment. And the environment. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> and uh, you can hear Lord Rax laughing as he sinks into the sun ground, and the skies darken as you see that his hand disappeared as he activated some kind of beacon, and uh, a gate open above the sky, and you can see this massive rock coming, and it's not only a rock, it is a meteorite that uh, has been transformed into a mothership with different sections being smaller meteorites that have been attached to it. And as it becomes a deadly fireball, 
smaller parts break off and ignite. And as Lord Rax continues to cackle, you fools, I'm gonna burn this entire filthy country to the ground and I'll be untouched by the despair. No matter what happens, Lord Rax always wins. And Mac 5 seems horrified like, what the fuck is this goddamn mercenary tyrannical scam doing? This is not the plan. You cannot just throw your meteorite slash mothership against the earth. So yeah. Well, this isn't good. Yeah, this is not good. <laughs> meteorite slash mothership is on collision course with the earth. And uh, yeah, it is a three point doomsday device. Johnny, I'm going to need you to fix that. Crimson Gold Agonies is an associate of Court Games and D20 Radio. Joaquin Jarve, aka Berserkir, is played by Brent Torreson. They can be found at Copper Credit almost everywhere. Check out their other podcasts, Splinters of Jade and L5R Thriller Actual Play. They are available for editing work. Message them for rates. Johnny Jennings, aka The Highwayman, is played by Sam Sedlach. They can be found at SGCADelaysec on Instagram and YoungSpaceDead on Twitter. They are largely imperceived. John Doe is played by Bradley Handler. You can follow him at JudgeTheBarbarian on Twitter or as co-writer on Split Roll, where he screams his opinions at you. Ludo handles the rest. You can find them at The Lettel and more of her stuff as Agonizing Crimson at Itchio or co-writing Split Roll. Sentinel Comics RPG is the property of Greater Than Games and designed in collaboration with Critical Hits. Crimson Gold Agonies is possible through the support of listeners like you. You can support us on Patreon or even better, you can review us on iTunes and you can spread the word because there is no better way to get into a podcast just because a friend told us about it.